0: Welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Emily and Leo. Hello!
1: And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you.
0: So, Leo, it's the merry, merry month of May. The merry,
1: merry month of May. <laughs> I can feel the days getting longer and warmer. There are flowers popping out all over the place and lots of baby animals being born. <laughs> moo.
0: <laughs> That's a funny cow. It's a wonderful time of year here in England where we're based. Everything feels as if it's brimming with life, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and you get two bank holiday Mondays in May to celebrate spring into summer. There's only one thing missing. What's that? Barbecues! Barbecues! I love having barbecues. It's so cool to eat outdoors, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So please post some pics of any barbecues or fire pits or outdoor fun you're having. Oh,
0: yes. We'd love to see some more posts in the Facebook group. And hopefully next season, we might be running some competitions for our listeners. Ooh! And here come this week's shout-outs. Who have we got this week, Leo?
1: Firstly, we have a shout-out to our good friend, Jörg, in Lübeck, Germany. Guten Tag, Jörg! Guten Tag! Thanks, Thanks for, for, listening. for listening! Next, we have a shout-out to Etta, who is 10. And is a super fan.
0: Hi, Etta. Hi, Etta. Thanks Thanks for for listening.
1: listening. And here's a shout-out to some more super fans. Theo and Espin in Seattle, USA.
0: Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks Thanks for for listening.
1: listening. We also have a shout-out to some Newington Green folks. We have Jim, who is nine. Sophie, who is seven, and Alex, who is four. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening. And here's a shout-out to Rim, Belen and Millie in Maldmay. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Next, we have Astrid in Stoke Newington. Hi, Astrid. Hi, Astrid. Thanks, Thanks for listening. And finally, here's a shout-out to Frankie, who is eight, and Mummy Rachel in Drayton Park.
0: Hi Frankie. hi Frankie, hi Rachel. Thanks
1: for listening. Thanks
0: for listening. Oh, amazing. And remember, if you would like a shout out, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, talesfromthedragonfly at gmail.com and it's all in the show notes.
1: So Emily, what's our first story today?
0: Well, Leo, our first story is told by this week's guest teller. Ooh. His name is Valentine and he's from East London. Cool. He is a storyteller and an actor. Whoa! He's played characters from history and told their lives to audiences and families in schools, museums, heritage sites, and most recently online to families at home.
1: That's lovely.
0: Valentine particularly likes telling stories from African and Caribbean folklore. And this tale is a Swahili folktale. What's Swahili? It's a Bantu language spoken in lots of different countries in East and South Africa. Would you like to hear Valentine's story, Leo? Absolutely. Here is Valentine Hansen with The Heart of the Monkey.
2: There grew a big tree on the seashore. Half of its branches were over the land and the other half over the water. A little monkey lived in the tree. He played in the branches all day and when he was hungry, he ate the sweet fruit that grew in the tree. Now, in the sea, there lived a shark. One day, the monkey threw some of the fruit into the sea. The shark ate it up. And from that day on the shark and the monkey were friends and the shark asked the monkey to throw some fruit down to him every day. Thank your friend, monkey, said the shark. I only have fish to eat in the sea and I like your fruit very much. The monkey was happy to be a friend of the shark and threw fruit into the sea every morning. Once the shark said to the monkey, You are so good to me that I want to do something good for you. The monkey looked down at the shark and listened. The shark said, I want to show you my home. You will meet my brothers and sisters. You are so good to me that I think they will like you. The monkey thought for a minute and said, No, I don't want to go. Thank you. I am afraid of cold water. And I cannot swim. I shall be happier if I stay in my tree. Oh, no, no, said the shark. Don't be afraid. Come with me. I shall carry you to my home on my back. I shall not swim very quickly. The monkey thought. The day is very hot. It will be nice on the water. I think I'll go. So the monkey sat down on the shark's back, and off they went. At first, the monkey did not like going on the shark's back because the shark swam very quickly. But soon he liked it and looked at the new places and at the fish and the water. It was so interesting. Do you like the sea? asked the shark. Is the sea better than your forest? Yes, it is. How far must we go? asked the monkey. It is not very far, the shark answered, and now I must tell you something. Our chief, the biggest shark in the sea, is very ill. Our doctor said to him, you must eat a monkey's heart, then you will be well again. So I am taking you to him, and I am telling it to you, because you are my friend. The poor monkey was ready to cry. But he did not cry. The monkey thought of a plan to save himself. Then he said, How silly are you? Why didn't you tell me that before? I have no heart with me. It is at home, in the branches of a big tree. We monkeys always hide our hearts in the branches of big trees in the daytime. "'We take our hearts out only at night. "'What will you do if your chief finds out that I have no heart? Hmm? "'How angry will he be? "'I am ready to give my heart to your chief because I am your friend, "'but how can I do that when I have no heart with me?' "'The shark asked the monkey, "'If I take you back to your tree, will you go and get your heart?' "'Of course I will.' And let us go quickly. Your dear chief must not wait. The shark with the monkey swam back very quickly. They came again to the big tree. The monkey climbed up the tree saying, Wait for me. Wait for me. I'll take my heart. But the monkey did not come back. The shark was swimming and swimming in the water under the tree. Then he shouted, Friend monkey! Friend monkey, where are you? There was no answer. The shark thought, I am afraid he can't find the heart in the branches. The shark waited and waited for the monkey. Then he shouted again. Monkey! Monkey! When will you come back to me? Again. There was no answer. Then the monkey began to laugh. <laughs> ''Do you think I am a fool?'' asked the little monkey. ''Do you think I want to give my heart to your big bad chief and then die?'' ''But... but you said your heart was in the branches of the trees,'' said the city shark. My heart is in its place, and that place is in my body. It is always there, shouted the monkey, and you go away. We are not friends anymore. And with these words, the clever monkey threw a big rotten fruit on the shark's nose.
0: So, Leo, did you like Valentine's story?
1: Yeah, I thought it was amazing.
0: What was your favourite bit?
1: My favourite bit is how the monkey was so clever with his awesome plan to pretend that his heart was in the branches of the tree, but also how silly the shark was to believe him.
0: That's true. And I quite like Valentine's voices as well. For yeah, the monkey and the they're shark.
1: amazing. So, Emily, what's your story today?
0: Well, Leo... Today we are telling a tale that celebrates this glorious time of year,
1: May. May!
0: And it's at this time of year people celebrate a fire festival called Bealtaine. What's Bealtaine? Well, sometimes it's spelt Beltane, but the old Irish word Bealtaine means month of May. At this time of year we can feel the days getting lighter and brighter. Yeah. It's the beginning of summer. Cows and sheep are moved out into the high fields and farmers and people who work the land can see the growth of their crops happening. At sunset in early May, people light bonfires and celebrate the return of the light. They put lovely garlands of wild flowers on their doors and doorsteps to welcome in the summer and bless the house.
1: That sounds beautiful.
0: And this story is about the Green Maiden who can be seen everywhere in nature, if you will only look, listen and feel. How do you think we should start today's story, Leo?
1: Well, I think we should start one bright morning in early May. Lovely.
0: One bright morning in early May, a boy called Leo, went into the greenwood to gather firewood for the May bonfire.
1: Hang on, that's me! It's
0: you. Now, he could have gathered the fallen branches that lay on the ground.
1: Those are the branches the trees didn't need.
0: But instead, he decided to just chop down the first tree he saw.
1: What? I'd never do that.
0: Just play along for now. Leo raised his sharp axe into the air. Can you raise your axe up, Leo? Can you raise it up at home? And then we're going to bring it down with a chop after three. One, One, two, two, three, three, chop! But the tree screamed out, Stop! Not me! What? A talking tree? Leo looked up into the elegant, drooping branches of the tree.
1: Why shouldn't I chop you down? Don't you see? I am a
0: silver birch. See how I shimmer. My bark can make baskets. My twigs can make brooms. My leaves can make a healing tea. Please spare me. Leo looked at the tree and saw how the bark shimmered.
1: Yes, the silver birch tree is a very useful tree. Silver birch... I shall leave you be. And
0: the silver birch said, Yippee! Yippee! So Leo went on into the forest and came across another tree.
1: Ah, now here's a good tree for firewood.
0: Leo raised his sharp axe into the <sighs> air. Are you ready, everyone? And brought it down. One, One two, two, three, three chop! chop! But the tree screamed out, Stop! Not me! Not again! Leo looked up at the gentle pink and white blossoms and the smooth red-brown bark.
1: Now, why shouldn't I chop you down? Don't you see? I'm a cherry tree. See how I flutter.
0: My bark can cure coughs. My blossoms make you smile. And my fruit is so delicious to eat. Please... Spare me. Leo looked at the tree and saw how the blossom floated around him like snowflakes.
1: Yes, the cherry tree is a very beautiful tree. Cherry tree, I shall leave you be.
0: And the cherry tree said, Yippee! Yippee! Leo went on through the forest, looking for a tree to chop down for his fire. But every tree had a good reason why he should not cut it down.
1: At last Leo sat down to think. Hmm. Pine tree gives cones for the hearth. Cedar tree shelters the deer on winter nights. The great oak gives its acorns to squirrels and badgers. Each tree gave something. All of these trees serve a purpose. It would be a mistake to cut any of them down. I think instead I'll just gather branches from the forest floor for my fire.
0: No sooner had he
1: uttered these words
0: when the forest became very still. The birds stopped singing. Leo felt a great presence. He looked up and saw a gigantic tree bigger than all the others
1: in the forest. Whoa! That's the biggest tree I've ever seen. I'm sure it wasn't there before.
0: As he drew closer, he saw that it was no tree at all.
1: It's a giant green figure sitting with its back turned.
0: And the whole forest seemed to hold its breath as the being slowly turned around. It was the shape of a woman Hmm. with skin that looked as if it were tree bark and lichen but also warm breathing flesh. She had moss like hair that fell in cascades about her giant green shoulders and her back and hidden among the tresses of her hair were tiny Hawthorn flowers, the white flowers of May, that signal the start of the summer. The figure was so huge that the flowers looked like little twinkling stars. Her eyes were like deep pools, full of sorrow and joy.
1: It's the green goddess. She knows all of my thoughts, every one I've ever had. And everyone that's still to come.
0: And when she spoke, her voice was deep as the brown earth, and as light as the song of the lark, as near as the breeze on his cheek, and as far away as the mountain top. Thank you, Leo, for listening to the trees. You and all humankind are the guardians of the earth. For all nature upon it is sacred. Humans are bound to this land that I, the Green Mother, have created. So let the rocks be your altars, the forest be your churches, and the mountains be your gods.
1: I will protect the earth, Green Lady. But
0: be warned. And Leo heard a great rumbling and creaking, as if a thousand trees fell down and crashed to the earth with each of her words. If through greed or pleasure you abuse this earth instead of caring for it, I will rise And make a new world. And in this new world, humankind will have no place. I promise, Green Mother. The huge figure smiled and took a deep breath. And when she breathed out, the birds began to sing again. And the forest sprung back to life. Our ancestors knew how to listen to the earth, how to honour, protect, and celebrate the land. But the message has been forgotten by many grown ups because they do not remember how to listen to the trees and to nature. But you know how to listen, don't you, Leo? Of course. And will you keep your promise?
1: I will. The End
0: So did you like that story, Leo?
1: Yeah, I thought it was fantastic.
0: What was your favourite bit?
1: I like how in this story that nature speaks to you if you listen to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's quite a powerful message, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but many adults forget it these days and they just chop down loads of trees. They should listen to nature more, really.
0: I think so, too.
1: So that's it for this episode. Thanks to Valentine Hansen for sharing his story. And we'll have another guest teller coming soon.
0: And if you are enjoying our podcast, then please, please take the time to leave us just a little review. It makes so much difference. And if you can, make a small donation on the website to keep us going. And thank Thank
1: you you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back
0: with another story soon. But until then... Light
1: your fires and give a cheer. The Green Maid of May
0: is finally here.
1: Bye! Bye!
0: The Dragonfly Tales podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram at MDragonTales and on Twitter at Tales from the DR1.